I'm Richard Fox and this is Messages of Hope. How do you deal with conflict? When a conflict arises, I have to run away because otherwise I will lash out. If I feel like I'm being attacked personally, my gut reaction is to attack them back. I always think, what should I have done? Like, I thought I did my best. Whenever two or more people are involved, there's likely to be conflict at some point, no matter how much we might love the other person. We just can't seem to avoid it. Today I'll be talking with Bruce Zagel about understanding conflict and dealing with it positively. Bruce has over 30 years of experience as a mediator in several countries around the world. Stay tuned for some hope in dealing with conflict in a healthy way. Bruce, you've had a lot of experience in dealing with conflict. As a counsellor in the juvenile court system, 20 years as a pastor and teaching peacemaking skills across nine countries, how do you define conflict? Uh, conflict can be as simple as a disagreement over what's for tea today okay. because it's a difference of opinion mm. or purpose that frustrates somebody else's goals or desires. Okay, so if I want steak and someone else wants spaghetti, then That's there a conflict. We go. Okay. Now, it's not a big conflict, hopefully at least. <laughs> uh, at that point, it's not, but the question really is what do you do with it? Mm. That's going to determine how severe the conflict is. So why do many of us find dealing with conflict? so difficult. I've asked the question over many, many years when I'm teaching, uh, how many of you enjoy conflict? <laughs> Rarely do I get people raising their hands and say, yeah, I really enjoy conflict. Uh, it's kind of like, do you, how many of you really enjoy going to the dentist? Well, <laughs> not many people no. really enjoy that. Uh, so most people don't enjoy conflict. And because of that, most people try to avoid dealing with conflict. There's a couple of ways of describing that, and, and we describe our responses to conflict as the fight or flight responses. Mm. Yeah, either you, you want to take it on head on, or you want to run away as fast as you can. Exactly. And ignore it. Exactly. Mm. Okay. Uh, so some people naturally, their natural response is to avoid the conflict mm. and try and, uh, and not deal with it. They want to sweep it under the carpet or just pretend that it doesn't exist. In their own minds, it doesn't exist, but in their actions mm. and in their heart, it does exist. And then the other way is the fight response, where people try to overcome the conflict and even to win in the situation. Where do those two natural type of responses head? On the, on the attack side or on, on the fight side, it can start out with you may be talking about somebody badly behind their back. That's a form of assault with the tongue. Uh, even and, though you're not talking about that, talking to that person directly? Yeah, even okay. if you're not talking to them directly. If you're tearing them down behind their back, you're assaulting their character, their reputation. Uh, another way it can uh, surface is we'll take somebody to court. Uh, and that's not helpful either because you've lost because of time, because of relationships, because of the cost of it. So winning a lawsuit doesn't help either. Mm. Uh, the last step on that attack side then is murder, yeah, okay. where that's the ultimate consequence of conflict uh, in attack and fight is people can actually take someone else's life. But there's another way that's more common, and that's to destroy someone's reputation. And we can murder the person's reputation uh, by the way we talk about people or write about people or the way the Bible talks about it, that we can actually murder someone in our heart, Okay. that if we think badly about them, if we have hatred towards them, anger towards them, we can actually kill them in our heart. So what about when we avoid the conflict? On the other side, the flight side or the running away side, we can start 
on the with denial, where we're saying, "No, you know, I don't really have conflict. I love everybody," and or I might have something against somebody in my heart, but I just don't want to deal with them. I avoid them. That's called denial. And if that doesn't work, if the tension gets so high that I really can't deal with then, then I'll flee. I'll run away from it. Maybe somebody leaves a job okay. because of the tension and the conflict that they've got. Or marriage. What happens yes. when, when the tension in marriage gets so high that they can't deal with it? Flight leads in divorce. So they flee the relationship because of the, con uh, the tension that's there and the conflict that's there in the relationship. But that's not a healthy place to be, obviously. Neither side, neither, mm. neither the fight side nor the flight side, neither side is a healthy way, place to be. You're listening to Messages of Hope, and I'm Richard Fox. I've been talking with Bruce Zagel about two common ways to deal with conflict, flight or fight. Neither of them have very good outcomes. So Bruce, what do we need to know in order to deal with conflict in a better way? There, you know, there's lots of, of, of ways that people have written about how to deal with conflict and you know, the self-help kinds of stuff and, yes. and all of that. But uh, as a Christian, as one who looks at what the Bible says about life, the Bible really talks a lot about how to deal with our conflicts on a oh, daily okay. basis. So it's not just a storybook, yes. No, not just uh, <laughs> great stories. Yeah, I mean, there great, are great yes. stories, but they have, a, they have a meaning. And there's a lot of the, uh, what the Bible says about how to deal with our personal relationships. Okay. One of the ways that it talks about it is, is in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31, where Paul writes, whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, do it all to the glory of God. So as a Christian, I get to think about how can I glorify God in this situation, whether it's a normal everyday kind of situation or whether it's a conflict situation. So is that like uh, putting ourselves a little bit out of the context of the, the conflict that's happening and submitting to something greater going on here? Yeah, I, I'll tell you a little secret here. I don't like to admit that I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Who does? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't met anybody that really likes to admit they're wrong. So when I've got a conflict with my wife at home or with somebody I work with, I need to first of all remember what God has done for me. He sent his son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for my sins. He's forgiven me for Jesus' sake. Therefore, I get to look at life differently. Mm. And because of that, I can deal with this conflict in a different way. So is this, is this news, is this relationship or access to God just for Christians? It's for everybody because God has uh, forgiven everybody's sins in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so because I'm forgiven, I get to deal with that person, whether it's my wife or somebody I work with or somebody else in my family or my acquaintance, I get to deal with them in a different way because I'm forgiven. I'm a new person in Christ. So a new opportunity really and a new way to... I'm really glad you used that word opportunity because instead of fighting and trying to overcome conflict, instead of trying to run away from it, conflict actually provides us opportunities, opportunities to deal with that conflict in a way that God gives us. I'm Richard Fox from Messages of Hope. If you're struggling with a conflict that won't go away, I'd like to offer you a free booklet called Forgiveness. It'll help you understand forgiveness and its power to heal. For a free booklet about forgiveness, 
Call 1-800-353-350. That's 1-800-353-350. Or go to messagesofhope.org.au to order your free copy. That's messagesofhope.org.au. This is Messages of Hope, and today we're talking about conflict. How do you feel about conflict? I think the frightening thing about conflict is that it makes you very vulnerable because everything you are is laid bare on the table and you have to be able to justify that. Yeah, I don't like being wrong, but sometimes you discover through conflict that you are wrong. It gives the people involved the opportunity to grow to be able to sort the conflict out and to move on from that and become better and stronger people. The more vulnerable that you are and the more trust that you build, the better relationship that you have at the end of the day. Um, If you go in there with the mindset um, of trying to understand them and putting the relationship first and seeing where you can go from here after hearing each other's needs, um, that's a really positive thing. Conflict isn't easy, but there are ways of dealing with it in positive ways that can build a relationship rather than destroy it. Conflict can actually be an opportunity for deeper relationships. Now, I suspect that you probably haven't thought a lot about your conflict as an opportunity Mm, to serve the other person that you're in conflict with. No, you often think it's something to avoid and it's the worst thing that you could possibly go through, but it doesn't sound like an easy process, though. It's hard work. Mm. Uh, Mm. When I've had hard, uh, difficult conflicts, It's been almost like pulling teeth to get me to look at myself and see what I've contributed to the conflict and to help the other person look at themselves and see how they've contributed to the conflict. But the goal is to restore that relationship as we share the forgiveness that we have in Christ. Mm. So it sounds like we can't avoid conflict. We can't avoid to deal with conflict because we're going to deal with it one way, shape or form. So... How does that actually then unfold for us? Well, the the big benefit that dealing with our conflicts this way has is it restores relationships, strengthens relationships, whether that's in the family or in the church or at work, wherever we have relationships, it strengthens relationships. And I don't know anybody Mm. out there that doesn't want to have good, strong relationships Mm. because living in this life is about relationships. Yeah, it's too tough on your own. Yeah, Mm. it is. But this is also not just trying to apply a program. Okay. It's not about saying, well, you just follow step one, step two, step three, (laughs) and everything's going to be fine. No, it's about living a lifestyle. Okay. About living a life of reconciliation, about thinking regularly about what does it mean that I'm forgiven by Mm. God? And how can I apply that forgiveness to my relationships? It, it means w- when I've got a, a conflict with somebody, how can I build that relationship up? How can I restore it because of what God's done for me? It's living a life daily uh, in thanksgiving for what I've received from God. And one way, one way, Richard, I think that people can really apply that very quickly is try asking a question. How can I serve you best? Oh, okay. I don't, it's not so much helping others, because that can imply standing over the top of somebody or standing alongside someone, yes. but serving someone imp- implies putting yourself beneath them. Wow. And that's what Jesus did, mm. and I get to imitate him. So, Richard, mm. how can I serve you best today? 
Well, thank you, Bruce. Thank you for sharing those insights into what conflict is and uh, how to deal with it. So thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. If you want to find better ways of dealing with conflict, contact us for the free booklet called Forgiveness. It'll help you understand forgiveness and its power to heal relationships. For a free booklet about forgiveness, call 1-800-353-350. That's 1-800-353-350. Or go to messagesofhope.org.au to order your free copy. That's messagesofhope.org.au. I'm Richard Fox, a pastor of the Lutheran Church, where love comes to life. I hope you can join us again next week for another message of hope. Real hope to cope with life's challenges.